With the Illinois House in session, you've got a lot of action happening. Of course, uh, they got a bill deadline uh, Friday where they got to get bills out of the Illinois House. But there's other drama unfolding, as we've seen happen over the past several weeks. Whenever the House goes into session, uh, some people are uh, wearing masks. Others aren't wearing masks. Uh, but this, of course, as we see the uh, mask mandate being lifted for schools and most other settings, and even last night, I think I counted maybe two or three masks inside the joint session of Congress where President Joe Biden was delivering his State of the Union address. So uh, a lot of areas moving on from masks, but not the Illinois House. Uh, it is the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop, and we're joined now in studio by an individual who's been ejected now. I can't count how many times it's been four or five how many times it's, state, uh way too way too many greg but state, the <laughs> state representative blaine wilhauer with us here in studio on the wmay morning news feed so yeah uh yesterday was what the fifth time or so i don't uh, you know i've uh, i've lost count and like i said yesterday it's not something that i really enjoy doing but i think it's uh, it's very enlightening that um you know as you say the, there's a few of us that have been uh, voted to be kicked out of there three four five times but we haven't taken a single vote in the last two years on the you know on the authoritarian mitigation rules that, that the governor has it's uh, it's the theater of the absurd um, in, in the house there and I, I was so dangerous Greg that they kicked me out but they voted to kick me out but they let me stay in there and walk around well in and there. I, I watched a little <laughs> bit of that from above and uh, yeah when the vote happened uh, of course uh, several of the, of the members that uh, weren't wearing masks left the building or left the, the chamber at least uh, you persisted and sat there, uh, but they ultimately kept you from being able to vote. What what happened right. there? Well, they just took my key and said that I couldn't vote, which is um, basically disenfranchising my my entire district. You know, there's a you know they say that going remote and um, doing that option is 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 the same, but it's clearly not. You know, you can't interact, you can't debate bills, and the bottom line is we need to we need to get back to sanity. Like you said before, Greg, the whole world is is moved on. It's just the the it's a couple people in the Illinois General Assembly that are um, that are either scared or or they're just extremely spiteful. Either one is unacceptable. And if you're you know the whole General Assembly, the state of Illinois, all of my district shouldn't be held hostage to the irrational fears of a, of a couple people. It's, it's completely ridiculous. If they're scared, they need to go remote. Well, and that, that point was made by one of your colleagues, uh, State Representative Adam Niemerg, saying that uh, you know if individuals are worried to that level, then then they should be the ones that dial in. Right. Uh, so we did see uh, some of the uh, the representatives do remote. Did you eventually? go remote or did you stay on the house floor that entire time i stayed on the house floor uh, yesterday i've gone remote in the in the past but um, you know i think it's important to, to to be there and i was already there i'd already made the whole the, the trip up here greg so i just uh, decided that i'm staying in there and i talked to the doorkeeper they were they were very uh, cool and supportive about it and um, you know said that if there's absolutely anything that i need just let them know they're tired of it too greg everybody's tired of it well when it comes to um, you staying on the House floor, uh, having your key taken away so you can't actually hit the vote yes, no, or present button. Uh you are in a lawsuit right now, right? right? Uh, what's the latest on that where you're suing uh, the, the Speaker of the House? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, 
I, I'm not crazy about suing people. I've never really done it before, but uh, but at some point you gotta you gotta stand up. I, basically, Greg, it's the same argument that that we are making uh, for the past two years against IDPH and uh, the Illinois State Board of Education that uh, that they couldn't come in and make rules that superseded existing state law. And I contend that 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 applies to the House of Representatives too. The House of Representatives is in no better position to make a rule that clearly violates the the law that. Clearly Clearly violates due process than what these out of control agencies were, and uh, these people need reined in. It's, it's clear that they're not giving up on this. I mean, you know, like we said, the rest of the world's moved on. It's time that we do the same, and if we got to make that happen in court, um, we'll do that, and we'll let the chips fall where they may. But but um, I'm not ashamed or scared of that argument. I think that it's solid. Uh, that it's that it's solid logic. Well, what do you say to those who who are like, you know, listen? I mean, there's no mat. There's there's no no pants, no shoes, no service, no shirts, no service type thing on, on businesses or, you know, it's just a mask. Why not just comply? Or, uh, you know, it's a, it's a health issue for some. Why not just comply? What's your response to that? Well, I mean, why not just comply with anything and everything? We've gone through two two years of that, and and you know, um, hiding behind the dress code and you know that that kind of stuff and, and protocol and all that, it's it doesn't make sense. They're clearly this is clearly an issue of uh, public health. They're clearly ejecting us from these from the chamber based on us being a public health risk. And if that's the case, then it should be um, subject to the to the Public Health Act. So it's calls, not like it's not like you being told to put on a uh, sports jacket, right. for instance, which is part of the decorum. Right? They're trying to hide behind uh, decorum on it. They're, they're, they're saying this is a rule of decorum, but when you read the rule, it is clearly, you know, it says that any time that we're in a um, COVID disaster, this this rule is in effect. It's clearly a rule of public health, and, you know, if it's a rule of public health, it needs to be subject to the Public Health Act, which calls for which calls for either consent of the individual or, or a court order, and um, we're we're pushing the issue on that because it's the bottom line is that we need to just restore sanity in there. It's out of control. Everything is completely out of control. We're talking with State Representative Blaine Wilhauer here in studio on the WMAY morning news feed now, 646. And uh, representative, the, uh, the, the, the state representative who has been the one motioning for this uh, time and again, uh, each time you guys have been ejected, uh, she you know motions and calls you guys out. She uh, tends to uh, talk about uh, you know people who look like her who are more impacted by COVID and so on. Um, what's your reaction to some of the statements that she's put out there in the past uh, week and a half or so? Representative Collins has shown herself to be one of the weakest um, individuals in the General Assembly. You know, um, last week uh, she was triggered by somebody by somebody getting angry at her on the House floor because she um, chose made a conscious decision to insert herself into what she knew would be a controversial issue. You know, we're sitting state representatives. Uh, we should be a little bit tougher than that. If we're going to voluntarily insert ourselves into a controversial issue, you should expect blowback, and people shouldn't have to apologize for it. Now, she's uh, made a point of trying to bring race into this every every time. She, you know, talks about people who look like her. I don't know if she's talking about her physical characteristics or her race. I assume she's talking about her race. Um, being disproportionately influenced 
impacted. And I don't necessarily disagree with that, Greg, but I think that she's pointing the fingers the wrong way. If she's disappointed about the people who look like her being um, disproportionately impacted, she needs to turn to her left and look at the people who look like her colleagues who are putting these uh, mitigations in place and hiding in their basement and forcing the working class people to, to go out and, um, and, and expose themselves put themselves out there um, and deliver the goods and services so that they can play on their laptops and sip their lattes in their basement. It's ridiculous. The, and, and we need to have a conversation about that because these people, um, you know, these these leftists, you know, in the state of Illinois, they're the ones that forced the working class people out there into into a um, into a greater harm than than certainly they were willing to do. State Representative Blaine Wilhauer with us on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I did listen uh, last night. I was even uh, having dinner, uh, kind of listening in an earpiece while I'm uh, trying to have a conversation you with need my to wife. get a life, Greg. I, God, you're telling me. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I, I heard uh, the representative's name brought up multiple times. You know, hey, House Bill whatever, Representative Collins, out of the record. Representative Collins, I think it was about two or three times where uh, I guess a bill that she was sponsoring was, was brought up, but it was not brought up because it was pulled out of the record was she not on the floor at that time um no she was there she was there i think that she's uh, probably finding herself increasingly unpopular even with her own side of the aisle if you look at the vote they're um they're they're it's getting less and less um uh, votes ever every time there's people on her own side that are that are done with it i think there was 15 people um on the democrat side of the aisle almost that abstained from that abstained from voting on it so um, she's not doing herself any any favors, and like I said, I I, I talked to many of the Democrats, and, and I appealed to the common sense ones, um, the the very few that, that are that are over there, and um, you know they're tired of it too. All right, back in studio with State Representative Blaine Wilhauer on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop, and Representative. Uh, we were talking a bit uh, last segment about uh, you being expelled from the uh, the House Chambers time and again for not wearing a mask. You do have the lawsuit against the speaker. Uh, your attorney, Thomas DeVore, is also a constituent of yours, uh, and he's got, uh, of course, that high-profile case that uh, went all the way up to the Illinois Supreme Court but was shot back down to the uh, circuit court. Uh, we do have a date, March 10th, in the uh, temporary restraining order he has uh, motioned against Chicago Public Schools for continuing to mask kids there. Uh, but uh, you've got a date now also for your case against Speaker Welch. Tell us about that. Right, yep. Talked to Tom yesterday, and uh, we did finally get a date. We were um, we. we filed this obviously in Bond County uh, last week and they they transferred it up to here and finally got a date yesterday March the 9th so um, Tom's gonna be a busy man in Sangamon County so what kind of relief are you guys looking for is it a, a kind of a, a TRO of sorts yeah. initially and then to kind of uh, argue the uh, the, uh, the specifics of the case? Right. Yeah. Now we're looking for a TRO very similar to what's been um, issued against these um, against these public schools that have denied uh, denied students their due process over over quarantine and, and masking. It's basically the same argument, Greg. So we've got, of course, the legislature in session till April eighth. Uh, it's an election year. Uh, we have all of the uh, COVID nineteen situation playing out. Um, but uh, what do you think is uh, possible to be accomplished, um, given the, the short time frame here uh, and uh, all of the other issues that are facing Illinois, from outbound migration to pension debt to high taxes and so on? 
Yeah, unfortunately, Greg, I don't uh, foresee a whole lot happening on that. We need major structural reforms in in this state, and it's something that uh, the Democrat Party and some people in the Republican Party are, when it comes right down to it, aren't super interested in doing it. Because when you when you tackle these structural reforms like the pension system and you know the sheer volume of government, if we want to lower property taxes in the state of Illinois, those two things have to be tackled. But when you start start looking at tackling those, some pretty powerful, pretty well funded special interests step in and uh, you know, they're very invested in the status quo. So, you know, I don't see a whole lot happening uh, there, but the governor is being very, very disingenuous, and the General Assembly is being very disingenuous, saying that, uh, you know, our, our economic situation is good. We have this budget surplus, you know. The only reason we have a budget sur- surplus is because inflation is out of control. You know, the we, we have a bu- budget sur- surplus because sales taxes and uh, those things are 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 going way up because costs of goods are, are increasing by 30 and 40. And, you know, I'm in the construction industry and some some things there have increased by 500 percent. You know, that's why we have a surplus and it's not good. You know, um, you know, my buddy Mark Batnick says we're on the sugar high po- side of the of the inflation, um, you know, and it's uh, it, the hammer is going to drop and it's going to disproportionately drop drop on the on the working class people the fixed income people the 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 seniors so it's more imperative right now than it ever has to do some of these structural reforms and they talk about this budget surplus you know we have per capita are, are in total dollars less of a budget surplus than than every state around us and you know in fact even the state of mississippi the poorest country in the in the in the united states has more of a budget surplus than illinois so we need to be more um, realistic about what we're actually looking at here what, what can be done and we've got uh, just about a minute left here what what in your eyes can be done to reverse outbound migration well, we need to we need to focus on uh, quality of life issues here here in the state. We have a we have a lot to offer. We have everything that we need to be successful. We're just burdened with generations of, of terrible public policy. Um, the biggest thing we need to do is is uh, lower property taxes and get people to invest here in Illinois to create good high paying jobs, high wage jobs. We had that at one time here. We should be building things in in, in Illinois because we can do it and get in, get get them efficiently anywhere in the world. But bad policy. Is, is keeping us from doing that. So we need to, we need smart deregulation, and um, we need we need smart tax reform that's going to put investment back in the state and put people to work. State Representative Blaine Wilhauer, appreciate your time this morning uh, being with us in studio. Uh, we'll likely talk again uh, as you guys are going to be in session all week and next week and the week after. Uh, but also you got uh, that uh, temporary restraining order March 9th here in Sangamon County with your lawsuit against the Speaker over mask rules in the Illinois House. We'll talk about that more in the future as well. Appreciate it. Thanks, Craig.